Sunday sit-down with Jared Scaley. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday from 11 to 1 on ESPN New Hampshire. All right, Sunday sit down, ESK New Hampshire. Uh, Russ couldn't hear anything in his headphones, but he didn't plug it in. So that would answer the question. So now you're turning it up on all of us. Yeah, now it's very loud. There you go, Ross. Radio <laughs> professional over here. I can't hear anything. <laughs> I can't hear anything. <laughs> we really did. Beautiful job. Uh, again, Sunday sit down, ESPN New Hampshire. Of course, you're listening to us on the TuneIn app, ESPNNHRadio.com, 912.50 a.m., of course, if you're in the area. Um, I can hear it now. I'm glad. Good. Because you got to plug it in. If you want to join the show, 603-883-9900. We'll be here if you want to vent about the loss last week. Or just come on in. Come on in. Doors open. We're ready to go. Have a little fun. You know, we're ready to hang out here on on a rainy Sunday. Someone's got to show up. Okay, I heard the ad. Uh, Just here. Uh, You pay me, I pay you. (laughs) I heard that man. He told me to come in the show. I don't know what to do. Um... Last week was kind of tough to watch for the Patriots, and we'll we'll talk about that too. No, it um, wasn't. <laughs> non Patriots. Um, gonna be awesome. 49ers tonight um, should not be awesome. Should not. Well, I mean, it should be awesome to watch. Yeah. it's gonna be a blowout. I mean, that's the 49ers I, are not good. I like yeah. close games. I don't like close games. They me I like fifty-five no. to nothing. I, well, I, you might see that tonight. I would love that. You might. I we lo- need that. But no Gronk. No Hogan. So no Jabal Shield. Yeah, no but Jabal yeah, Shield. but against so? against this team, like like Steve's West Virginia. We could, we could play. Steve's West Virginia school could probably be. No, they couldn't. <laughs> no, they <laughs> did they, you watch them last they night? They saw them last <laughs> night. No, they couldn't. Let's not talk about this. They're like Jacksonville. They could maybe beat Jacksonville. I don't. No, no, no college no. team could beat no. an NFL team. That, no, they that's even true. Beat a practice that's watch, true. Yeah. I hate. I hate that argument. I hate when people that argument. Say, like, when people ask, can Alabama beat the Cleveland Browns? No, it might be close. Because, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that one. That one that might, one be, might be close. But, but I, think I don't Cleveland think. Would pull but it out. here's the thing, though. Like, how many Alabama? Well, actually, maybe that's not the best. But like, how many Alabama guys <laughs> are going to be <laughs> starters and studs in the in the NFL on this team? Like, what? Ten? Probably about thirteen. More than yours. More than West Virginia. Well, yeah. Well, that's. But hey, more than you and H. You guys. Even have it? We're NFL not, alumni, get out of here. Dude. We do actually. I have a couple people. Our, uh, I mean, uh, not like Chip well Kelly. known. <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, <Chip> Kelly. <laughs> who played? RJ Harris, who is yep. who? back and forth. Yeah, okay. Who played for West Virginia? That's really worth it. Kevin White, yeah. Sam Huff, if you yeah. want to go back. Yeah. NFL Hall of Fame. You're going really yeah, far back. I don't want to go back. You're going so. really Tavon, far back now. Tavon Austin, yeah. Bruce Irving, Carl Joseph. Ta- okay, Tavon Austin's the worst fantasy football player oh, definitely. of all time. <laughs> he got like 10 <laughs> catches, 57 yards. Everyone's like, that's a great game. I'm like, he got 57 yeah, but every, yards. Every once in a while, he goes crazy. Uh, every once in a while, Tavon Austin goes Not nuts. a great player. But all right, West Virginia got steamrolled last night. Because they're, they're terrible. But so is Oklahoma. How do you... I, I, there's this kid from West Virginia ran for How did we get roped into talking about West Virginia? I'm going to stop it. Up. 337 <laughs> rushing yards on 22 carries. All right, we're going to stop talking about West Virginia. We might as well have an update right now, too. Yeah, <laughs> throw it all together. Hopefully uh, we see that type of rushing attack against the 49ers. So yeah, I hope they flex on them. We'll get them. to football. Not a Pats fan. We're, I hope they flex on them tonight. We're going to get to football. What, um, flex on them? Yeah. I hope the Patriots. That's, that's I hope the Patriots. What the hell does that mean? That is slang. You're not yeah. cool enough to understand. Yeah, no. I need to start listening to some young Jeezy some more. Get, when you get older, I'll Ross, we need to send another ad out to uh, make, replace Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, yeah. By I'd the way, that door's still open. We got an open chair. 
with, uh, knowledge of how to do sports updates appreciated, but yeah. not needed. Actually, all, actually, all you need to know is just how to talk fluidly. There is somebody named Steve currently in the seat, but <laughs> any other name will do. Hey, 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 hey rookie over it's there, just, don't talk to it's me. It's just a name. <laughs> it's just a name. Oh, Lord. Um, so one thing I do want to touch on because it really is, it has annoyed me this week um, before Go we ahead. get to football. I, can I guess? It's Go. MLB. Well, yeah, we, I told you before we came on air. No, that was a guess, dude. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. I had my headphones and then I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the awards came out, the big awards came out. Uh, Terry Francona, Manager of the Year. Awesome. 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 Um, Justin Verlander loses the Cy Young Award. Yeah, but, to, but, but, so but, but what else does he get? Rick Porcello. But he does get Kate Upton. So, so that's who cares? Um, angry Kate Upton. And the thing that bugs me is... Yes, Rick Porcello won the Cy Young, and it's awesome. But then the voters went and voted for Mike Trout for AL MVP. Chris Bryant was a unanimous vote for the NL. No yeah, question about it. Because he's awesome. You don't even know probably who he is. His name's Chris Bryant. Okay, you win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's not wrong. What? Wait a second. You guys are grilling me over here, and he just repeats his name. And I'm like, oh, class. We're keeping him. We're, we're, good. <laughs> we're keeping him. Keep that ad out for Steve. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so. The, the way they voted is what bugs me because, it, even Nick, you pointed out too, the inconsistencies of you weren't, you, were, you weren't all about the stats for the Cy Young. You know, if that was the case, Justin Verlander would have won, but Rick Porcello was on a more important team, got the wins, blah, blah, blah. And then you flip the script. Verlander was not on a good team. Yes, he had a good year. Um, but then you go Mike Trout, who's on even a worse team, yeah. and had a better year, probably hands down the best player in the world. Yeah. And Mookie Betts was much more valuable to this team and had just as good of a year and doesn't win. Well, the piece that irritates me the most about the Cy Young is I kind of, I I guess I appreciate the point system, but at the same time, if there's a guy who gets 14, don't get me wrong, I'm so happy that Rick Porcello won the Cy Young, but Justin Verlander got 14 first place votes. Rick Porcello got eight. Well, two guys left him off their his ballot. Their yeah, ballot which too. is which is also absurd. That's that's either one of those. It, mind you, they're Tampa Bay writers. Yeah, so. one of those of Tampa course. Bay writers literally said that he bored. he sent in his ballot a week before uh, the deadline. So he and in the next two starts that Verlander had between him sending in his ballot and the deadline were out of this world. He threw like I think he only gave up like one run in sixteen, yeah, uh, fifteen it, innings. It was a lot. It was something great, and Verlander. Did he deserve it? Probably. Rick Porcello deserves it, the way he pitched the season. The biggest, I think part of it for Rick Porcello, his argument is last season, 2015, he was atrocious. He was, Boston wanted him out of there. And then this season, 22 wins. He got the most run support in the MLB, but I also kind of hate that argument because, yeah, he got a lot of run support, but he also had a million games where he gave up one, two, three runs. So it's not like he had a poor performance. It's not like he was a bad pitcher giving up four runs a game. It just drives me crazy because there's no consistency between the voting of each. I mean, does winning like does win is winning the key element or not? We'll say it used to be. That's what drives me crazy. Well, it's hard, it's, hard like, to, it's hard to say that in baseball because one guy doesn't win it. Yeah, Granted, but, a pitcher has a little bit more influence I mean, on it, you, but but with the pitching situation, pitching is more more most valuable than than like everyday players. Oh, definitely. Um, so like Cy Young. You could make the argument for best pitcher in the game. That's what the award's supposed to be. Yeah, Justin yeah. Verlander probably, arguably, could have won that award. Yeah, most valuable player actually means who was the most valuable to the team. Exactly. If, if it was most outstanding player, like people have said, if best player in the world, like if you just change yeah. the name of the award, then sure, Mike Trout can justifiably win it every year Absolutely. or be close to it, like he because he's had like what two second place finishes yep. a lot. Yeah. So if you just the, the name of the award though doesn't mean best player in the world. It means who was most Value. valuable throughout the season. And, and if Mookie Betts didn't do what he did. 
this team doesn't win the division. This team doesn't do what they do. Obviously, there's other parts to it. Mookie Betts is half the reason why you won, as well as David Ortiz. And it's just the fact that the that the Angels yeah, suck. Which, and They're David so didn't bad. Even come close. He got some votes. Which a is few. Not shocked, but. but like the Angels are awful. I just it, it it blew my mind that Mookie Betts didn't didn't win it. And I guess that's sounding it's not even sounding like a homer. But like, see, it's not though. If it's someone on like like a, a competitive team, like I'd rather have Jose Altuve win the MVP than than Mike Trout because the Angels were so bad. And at least the Astros were somewhat competing. Yeah. But it's just it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, I just does make up your damn mind. Do you want winning to have a huge stronghold in this or not? Because I remember like the the comparison I have is like remember Felix Hernandez got the Cy Young and he was like sixteen eleven, but his ERA was ridiculous that yeah. year. It's the complete opposite now. But now see, it's like oh, are we going with the guy who gets the most wins. See, that's the thing. It's with MVP, they've they've made it clear that they just want to do best player. Then just change the name of the award or just like change, change the, the criteria because clearly people don't have a set criteria for what the award's for because, I mean, everywhere I've looked, I haven't found a set of rules for voting because there isn't one. And the writers are always split. And same thing with the Cy Young. Some people voted for Verlander. A lot of people voted for Rick Porcello. There's no consistency in the voting. I, I mean, I hate the writers. I hate It's all judgment-based. It's all judgment-based. If you want to, if you well, half of them are old school. Half of them are new school because it's like the same old farts that won't put people in the Hall of Fame because yep. yeah. they're exactly. too stuck. It's the same it's, people that won't do it. There right? were literally. That's why the, the Hall of Fame should be players. Like players voting? voting? You mean? Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Uh, I mean, that's but yeah, almost it's not an awful idea. Like, but there were two. There were if there were two. Writers who left Verlander off the ballots—that is insane. That that that. Granted, from what I hear, if I've only heard this from one person, and it was Dale Arnold, but if apparently if he got even fourth or fifth on those ballots, he wouldn't have he, made it in either way. But going back to the MVP conversation, Betts was in the lead for every category of a trial except for on base percentage: three eighteen batting average, three fifteen, thirty one home runs to twenty nine, one hundred thirteen RBIs to one hundred RBIs. OBP for Mookie, 363. OBP for Mike Trout, 441. So there was one category that Mike Trout led. And I guess from what I have, I, I don't know the war stats, but I guess I war. Hate, I yeah, hate I hate war. the war stat. Uh-huh. But I guess the war stat for was, uh, Trout was exactly. like .01 over Mookie Betts. Yeah, it stands about for wins above replacement, for those who don't know yeah. what it means. It's an awful stat. I hate it. It's and that's basically stat. the stat that got him. And but that's lose. But that is pathetic. And. Guys, Mookie Betts won a gold glove this season. Mookie Betts, and he won Defensive Player of the Year for right field. This guy was overall the most valuable player to the Boston Red Sox. Wasn't he one of our Silver Slugger awards? Yes. Most valuable player for the Boston Red Sox, who won in the toughest division in Major League Baseball. If this guy's the best player on the best team in the toughest division, why is he not the MVP of the league? And it's just like this sport, baseball, is the only sport that you have this argument. You have this debate. Look at the MVP in basketball. It's either LeBron James or Steph Curry because they're one. They're leading their division. They're, they're one and one. Their a. conference. They're one and one. They're, not, they're the yeah. one seed in the East. The one seed in the West. That's why James Harden didn't win the MV, the MVP two years ago because they were a four seed. Yeah. It's just it's it's it should be about winning. I mean that should have some. Yeah. If, if they want to keep giving Trout the award, just change it to the OVP. Only valuable player. <laughs> That's why he looks so good. And He's like, surrounded like, by let's, bums. And let's be real. He is hands down the best player in the world. There's Fact. no question yep. about it. Fact. Mike Trout. Yep. They, they, there was a lot of comparison this week to his staff to what Mickey Mantle had done at this point in their career. Wow. Pretty similar, I will tell you, looking at those numbers. I don't have them in front of me, but I know that they were comparing stats to what Mickey Mantle was doing at this point in his career. They're pretty even. Well, so you know, this guy's going to have a career. I wish he would get out of L.A. or they would make him have a better team because – 
they are struggling, and they they on paper they should be okay, but for some reason I don't know if they need a manager or what. Well, but they've, they've struck out on every like. Sosha's still there too, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. How is that possible? How does he still have a job? God, is, yeah, he's anywhere. like the Jeff Fisher like of baseball. Yeah. You know what the scariest part is about Mike Trout though? This guy has so in the past five seasons he has come in second place for MVP three times, won it twice. This guy's only 25. He's 25 years old. This That's guy ridiculous. isn't even in his prime yet. Imagine how good he's going to be when I he's 27. I said he won't be in his prime for the three years. I can't imagine what it, what is his prime. Like how your prime how is you 28 to 31. His his prime is 40 home runs. <laughs> yeah. How can you get much better than this? 40 home what, what runs, 340 batting average. What did he hit this year? Uh, home runs, 29, 100 RBIs, 315 batting average. Hey, don't get me wrong. At those 25 are, years old. Those are great numbers. Those are great numbers, but Mookie Betts had better numbers. And, again, I can't stress this enough. He was the most valuable player on the best team out of the toughest division. That but, should now, say something. Does does the fact that you had multiple people on the Red Sox who could have gotten, who did get votes and could have even gotten more votes to change that? Because David Ortiz did get some votes. You know, people were up in there about him winning throughout the year. I think that was us hyping sure, him up. Sure, sure. Um, people could could make the argument that Rick Porcello, he didn't get votes, but could have made an argument to get some votes as well. So is it because that Mookie Betts had help, technically, that would water down why he – because, I, I mean, I've thought well, about that, that well, too, but well, I still that's, that's what I was saying it. about with Mike, how it's only valuable players. Like, he's obviously going to be sta- – granted, again, we already said he's the best player in the world, but – he has nothing, like you just said, he has nothing to put around him. So, yeah, obviously he's going to look valuable because if they get wins, it's because of Mike Trout. Yeah, So point. It's just, I think I think yes and no. I feel like it was kind of clear-cut, like, towards the end of the season. Like, all right, it's Mookie. Like, he's he's stepping in front. He's making progressions that we didn't expect. The, the Baltimore Orioles game really opened everyone's eyes when he had, how many home runs did he have in that series? Was it Three, four? four? Was it four? It's and he there. just, boom, the whole world went nuts, and he, he did it again. So I feel like that was kind of the tipping point. Ortiz was good, great, but I feel like Mookie Betts kind of was the, the front runner for the And you MVP. found the, te- the Red Sox bought into what Mookie was doing. Yep. You know, he was the spark plug for this team. Yeah. He was so good that he went from getting leadoff to your cleanup hitter yeah. for a majority of the year. And he probably is going to stay there next year. He I will. Be, there's sh- probably. Well, there's we, no we doubt never, in my we mind. We never know if. If Dingleberry is still the manager, he's probably going to put him in ninth. Or <laughs> oh, Dingleberry. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, and then you lost Lavu. Oh, yeah, we don't have to there. go there. But look, the, Mookie Betts is hands down, I think, the most valuable player. I think he got screwed. I think the whole voting system screwed up, and the BBWA has to figure their, themselves think- out fast because – I think justifiably, um, people are disinterested now because they look again and go, "Oh, the sport made another mistake." I think nationally, I think people, a lot of people thought Mookie Betts was going to win. They the need, sport. they need to recycle. They need to get, they need to bring in younger writers. Only because these are so these these voters now, uh, like you said, they're old school. They like the old school form of baseball. So these guys are gonna. They they're the kind of guys who hate bat flips. They're the kind of guys who hate uh who hate flashiness. Any personality well, the, whatsoever. The, any personality. The problem exactly. too is that right now the rule is you're as long as you're covering a team, you can you can keep your card, and you have like five years after that after you stop writing to keep your card. So you're voting even if you're not writing for five years, but you don't lose your card if you're still covering. So if you're an old fart and you're still covering the team, yeah, even you like keep the card. Like if you just show up, <laughs> if you just show up to every game. And say and just cover the game, quote unquote. You get a vote as long as you keep the card. So it's stupid, and I think, and they also has, are hesitant about letting pe- younger kids who are like legitimate bloggers. Now they're still hesitant about that, letting people like that in the BBW. Bloggers are the future. We really are. They like, got to get used to it. Do you think Carabas will get a? I think he should. Jared Carab. Look, 
He's not though. The problem the problem with Jared Carabas, and I love Jared Carabas. I I read all of his articles. He's great. But I think people are going to look at him too much as a homer. Uh, yeah, it's it's well, tough thing to is shake too, that. he's not meant as a reporter. Like there are some bloggers who he's are more like a guy. newspaper writer. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's he can be a reporter, but he's also not. So I think I don't think he'd even wa- I don't think he even wants a vote to be honest. But that being said, people like that, like high end bloggers who have a role and a reputation. What if someone wrote just for SB Nation or just something like that, but can cover every game and ghosts every game? Fenway Park is still stickler about letting bloggers even covering the games. Yeah. yeah, you you go in there. I've been there. You go in. First two rows are all. People who are wrong, belong to newspapers or things like that, Which is, they have their seats. That's fine. You're there every day. But then the top two rows are like empty, but they don't let people in to cover the game. I think they don't let bloggers in. They don't they let people a, in. It's like they, you have empty seats. Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report is they're a top website. People people have the app. Oh, yeah. People look for Bleacher Absolutely. Report updates. They don't have any members. They don't have any members. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They should. That should be one of the websites. If anything, if they're going to start letting online bloggers uh, enter that stratosphere of becoming actual writers and actually having an opinion, which they should at this point, social media guys, baseball's got to catch up with the time. Um, Bleacher Report's got to break that barrier because they have the yeah. respect of a lot of people. And they're like, the one to do it. They're the one to do it. I, Bleacher Report is, is becoming a dynasty now. I was when I was in college, one of my um, professors named Mike Casaza. He has a Heisman vote, which is the coolest thing ever because he came in. He's like, oh, who, who should I vote for Heisman? But he was talking about how Bleacher Report is actually like three, four, five, six years ago it was a joke. He's like Bleacher Report. Now he's like, this is a this is a legitimate years. organization. You can get in now. This is going to be the biggest. This is going to be what sports is. This is going to be as high as as Sports Center is going to be. Well, I in think the next I, coming. Well, years. I think in the right transition, in the right scene, Bleacher Report takes over ESPN. Yeah, because I think yeah. if more people go. I mean, I do it. I daily go to Bleacher Report because the best part about Bleacher Report is they put links and everything together from other places. So like yeah, you get yeah, a feed exactly. of your teams. You might be going to Nest. You might be going to CSN for Celtics coverage or Red Sox coverage. You're not just. It's not all just their content, which is great. That's awesome. But then why can't they go cover a game if they have a, they, and they have consistent writers on every team? They do. Like they basically do have beat writers just they, covering. They, the, they do a beat writers. They, oh, yes, they, they, they just they have do. to get them to the games, and th- sometimes they'll get them in. I think Bleach Report has some people who can and, go, but they don't get credentials. They don't get BBWA. Yeah, votes. They, ju- they just literally and go they can to go. The game. They go to the games, or every once in a while they can get one of those like day if they if it's really that bad or big of a game. And they, they have some. In. They have some big time writers on Bleach Report. I mean, for for NFL, I know we're talking baseball, but NFL, the draft guy Matt Miller, he gets respect. He was in. He was in the the new Madden. Yeah, what's like the, the dude? What's the dude's name that it's like sits in a closet and does all of his videos? Cole. Um, Jason, Jason yeah, Cole? yeah, Jason, Jason Cole? Cole. Yeah, the, he he has his videos are hilarious. Yeah, he um, <laughs> looks like he's gonna, he looks like he's in a torture chamber. But the, all yeah. the guys on the sports hub use him as a reference. Yeah, and then and you have Mike Freeman as well. So they have big time writers. They're becoming a huge deal. So I feel like that's more of a. It's kind of blending blogging and like professional yeah. traditional newspaper writing into one. And adding the social media aspect. And let's to be it. real, other sports, Bleacher Report does have credits. You know, like they cover the NBA really well. They cover the MLB very they cover well. The, they cover yeah. the NFL, but but the NBA lets them to go to games. Like if you go to the ninth Florida Celtics game, there's there's some Bleacher Report people there. You know, they get credits, but it's the baseball league. It's MLB that has an issue with the, because they're because the old timers aren't allowed out of the sport until they want to be out. Of out the sport. all the sports, though, there's baseball no has been the least progressive. They, you know what I mean? And that's what and they need it's not to. Even close. Their ratings have been dropping year and year and year and year. And, it's, and even if that's happening in Boston, especially Boston and St. Louis, that's when you really got to think about okay, how do we fix this? How do we how do we get out of this little rut that we're in? Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say was about the blogging situation. Uh, the, these days, uh, Barstool Sports is such an entity. That yep. when people think bloggers, a lot of times Barstool is one of the first websites that comes to mind. Press is the first thing that comes exactly. to mind. Exactly. And, and professional media outlets, professional sports teams are scared 
of Barstool because Barstool is a crazy, wild group of guys. But they get the job done. But they get the job done. They've got pe- they've no got, filter. They've got people. No, like, but they still report on what they need to be reported. Of course, on, they but do. they do it in a funner way. And you have people like Jared Robbins. Now you have pe- now you have somebody who actually knows the NFL, like Jerry Thornton. Uh, it's it, I don't want to say Barstool's hurting other blogs' chances, but but they're, certain, this, they're a powerhouse in the blog. Think world. about this with and this is quick because we do have to go break. But with the when Barstool got bought out. And moved to New York, and that they started making a lot of money. Um, what's her name? The CEO? I don't remember. Uh, Erica Nar- something. Nari? It's Erica something. But they now up. are play- like think about it. They just took Jerry Thornton away from WEI. Jerry Thornton's dream job was being a radio host in this city. He grew up here. Like that was it, and he get it. Someone they gave him a job at EI. He went back to Barstool. That's crazy. He starts. He goes back to Barstool tomorrow. For those of you who don't know. And they paid him more money than WEI did. And he, Hands appro- down. And he approached them. That's what I learned on the uh, – I, I listened to Kirk Minahan's podcast with uh, Feidelberg, which, by the way, is a great – I love Enough About Me, and he had, he had fights on it yeah. uh, this past week. And Kirk said that. Kirk said that Jerry told them that he, his contract is up, Jerry's contract is up. So he approached Prez, like, hey, do you guys want to bring me back? So that tells you that this guy had his dream job, and he and he, le- he says he loved every minute of it, but he left to go back to Barstool as they are growing yeah. and growing and growing. You know, you leave when you leave your dream job to go to Barstool. You know something is going, and yep. people and baseball has to realize that and catch up with the times. And the voting is reflection of that situation. So obviously, that's going to be a work in progress. Who knows when the heck that's going to change? But uh, on the other side, obviously, we have a Patriots game this afternoon at four twenty-five kickoff. Um, one key guy, if you didn't know, uh, stayed behind. Uh, we'll talk about that next. ESPNNHradio.com. This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area, from high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com. Let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda. Only 20 miles from Nashua, North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area. With Mazda 3s and Subaru Forester, both leaders in their class and a giant pre-owned inventory. To look at their weekly specials, give them a call at 888-805-1469 today. They're just a click away at buynorthendmazda.com. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the Divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit Divine Flooring. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? (laughs) It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. 
Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Outdoor Almanac. Brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. There's a proposed bill in the New Hampshire legislature which says it is recognized that outdoor recreational activities may be hazardous. The body of the bill says if you get injured, you shall not maintain an action against an owner, occupant, or leasee of a land for any injuries which result from such inherent risks, dangers, or hazards. Included, which the outdoor recreational participant assumes as a matter of law, include but are not limited to variations in terrain, trails, paths, or roads, bare spots, rocks, trees, stumps, and other forms of forest growth or debris, structures on the land, equipment not in use, pole lines, fences, and collisions with other objects or persons. Much of what we do outdoors is done on privately owned land. It's through the generosity of the landowner that they let us use their land. Repaying that kindness with a lawsuit is a high-speed lane to more posted land. Common sense would be nice, but HB 290 will do. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Hey, it's me, your piggy bank. Remember when you were a little kid? All the dimes and quarters in my back. Yeah, that was good times. Good times. Now lately, I gotta be honest, you've been ignoring me. Money's been slipping through your hands like a greased pig. <laughs> get it? Because I'm a... Anyway, I know how it is. Now that you get a real paycheck, it's nice to have stuff. You'll start saving money next year. Well, I hate to tell you, but good saving habits start now. Put just 20 bucks in the bank a month. Make your own coffee at home instead of that latte every morning. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Those changes alone could save you thousands of dollars a year. Come on, I'm your piggy bank. We can be together again, me and you, the special times. <laughs> anyway, if you don't want me to cry anymore, feed me. Go to feedthepig.org for more ideas on how to save. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6 I make his breakfast. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6 I make his breakfast. At 7 I shower. Every day I wake up for at those five caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community to help us better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to the number one sports station in New Hampshire. ESPN New Hampshire. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. I'm Steve Accardi. The Patriots will look to avenge their tough loss last, last week as they travel to the Bay Area to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Star tight end Rob Gronkowski will not play as he's still recovering from a rib injury suffered at the hands of a massive hit from Earl Thomas. On the other side of the ball, 49ers starting wideout Torrey Smith is expected to play today. Other Patriots news, according to Ian Rappaport, Martellus Bennett has been labeled as an offseason priority and the Patriots will look to lock him up for the near future. 
Cowboys linebacker Ronaldo McLean has been suspended for another year for a missed drug test. Justin Houston is expected to make his season debut today against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Marcel Dars is also expected to return to the Bills defensive line. Al Horford saved the day when he tipped in an errant shot from Marcus Smart with 1.3 ticks left in the game to give the Celtics a 94-92 win over the Detroit Pistons. Horford finished with 18 points and 11 rebounds. Isaiah Thomas chipped in 24 points as well. The Seas have the day off will host Carl Anthony Towns and the Minnesota Timberwolves on Monday. The Bruins crushed the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 last night. Matt Bolesky started off the scoring run in the second period. Brad Marshall and Patrice Bergeron then fall with goals of their own. In an instant classic, Andre Ward defeated Sergei Kovlov 114-113 to remain the undefeated unanimous lightweight champion. This 90-second update was brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Six zero three eight eight three ninety nine hundred. Um, you can fax us if you'd like. Six zero three five seven seven eight six eight two. We'll get we'll get that as well. I always forgot we have a fax number here. I don't know why. Yeah, but do we have, yeah, like, we have a fax number, do, but do we have a fax machine? Yeah, no, no, no. A I know where it is. Yeah, there's a big printer in the hallway. It's a fax machine. All right. If you guys want to fax us, you can do that too. If you're really a business folk. But yeah, six zero three eight eight three nine nine hundred. Join us. Uh, talk anything you want. Um. Yeah, so big game tonight. Not really, but the um, only reason why I consider it a big game, honestly, is because they didn't play well last week. They're coming off of a loss. And they're coming off a loss. When was the last time they lost back-to-back games? Was it last, did they lose back-to-back last year? Uh, dude, they I, I think last they did. Year, last year they, start, they finished off the season 2-4. They, did, they, so did lose, they probably they did, did. They did lose back-to-back games last year. It was uh, Philly and then I forget who the team was before that. This team is hurting defensively. They suck and defensively. They came into the year, obviously, we all had high expectations for them, but look who you had on the team. Jamie Collins in Hightower. Butler. Logan Ryan was, is okay. You know, Then you bring in Eric Rowe's depth piece. You know, you had good pieces. Jabal Sheard. Now Jabal Sheard's not even in the game. Jabal Sheard. And what? also, mind you, he also Instagrammed the fact that he was at the Celtics game the night that the team left. He's a healthy scratch, so there's no injury. No, we know there's a healthy scratch because... He, even if he wasn't healthy scratch, he'd probably still be with the team if they actually appreciate him. How can, how can you afford to be a healthy scratch when your defense is so bad? This is the deal. Like, Bill Belichick has such an ego. It's ridiculous. And he thinks that he can turn water into wine with anything he touches. Right? And it's, it's and wrong. The problem is this, Last... J- this Jamie Collins trade is looking worse and worse by the minute. Because now, wouldn't mm-hmm. you, right now, wouldn't you rather have a guy who freelances yep. like Jamie Collins yep. than anything else? Why is Jabal Sheard, a team that is having issues with defensive issues, I understand that he's not having a great year. He played 15 snaps last week, and he's supposed to be one of your top guys on defense. Without Jamie Collins on the team now, he's he's the most athletic player that you have, and now he's sitting at the Celtics game. Uh, he's sitting at the Celtics game yep. when the team's traveling. So now you already traded Chandler Jones. Jamie Collins is out of here. Now you're now Jabal Sheard's apparently out of favor for Bill Belichick. That those three guys were supposed to be studs coming into the year, and we were okay with Chandler Jones because you know, okay, you can't keep them all. Understandably, at the time the trade looked good. You know, you got Jonathan Cooper. Um, you end up still um, who else? Second round, second, second round, round pick, pick Cyrus, Cyrus Jones, Jones, who sucks, who fumbled, should be, who should be cut, who fumbled um, last week. No, 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 whoa, whoa, don't don't say he should he's be cut. Terrible. I, still have, I still have hope for Cyrus. He's Jones. terrible. Um, that being said, he took away all the names that we were talking about this defense about being having. Good sense of like defensive ability, championship defense. You had it. 
you had a good championship defense to go around what was and still is a really good offense. And you know this team would have improved. They, oh, they, yeah. They struggled, but this team always gets better as the year goes on, defensively at least. Yeah. But is it me, or have we seen this story before? We know what this year is going to turn out to be. Not- uh, I've, I've, lost, I've lost hope after last week, which is, I mean, all right, we knew the defense was weak, but we finally saw them get exposed last week. First good quarterback. Yes. Uh, so this is the first real test they had. They lost. That's a horrible thing. Um, and they won't be tested again. Look at the rest of the way. Uh, they won't. But we've seen, we've seen this story before. The Patriots have a mediocre defense, have a lights-out offense. They lose in the AFC Championship game, just like they, they do consistently. They have a great offense. Their defense, meh. And the worst part they're going to lose again. And we're going to they're going to lose in the Super Bowl. We know how we know how the story ends. They're not they're, winning. They're going to lose in the Super Bowl. That's the thing. Yeah, we, they're going to lose in the Super Bowl, which is worse. Because if you look around the league, right, and Jabal Sheard's not a good sign that he's out of favor. Like That's this a horrible he's still, sign. He's still a great player despite the, the rough year he's had. A guy like that turns turns it around. I think he fits well in the system. He plays well. Next, like it, it works. So I don't know what's going on there. Hopefully, it's just a weak thing that something happens. That being said, look around the AFC. As much as the defense sucks. And they, their bend don't break, and that clearly does not work for them because all those years they lost in the AFC Championship game, that's what the defense yep. was. Yeah, so yeah. And they're turning into it again. That being said, you probably shouldn't have lost last week. You you just Brady had a bad day, but with the offense, they can't, they great can't tackles take, like Cam Chancellor on one <laughs> of the uh, on the freaking they goal can't line. the offense can't win. We saw it. Look at 2007. Yeah, it's the best offense almost ever in the history of the game. You still lost the Super Bowl. This team is going to the Super Bowl because in the AFC, there's no one else that can really beat them. Defense wins championships. They're not going to lose an a- to an AFC team because I don't believe Oakland can beat them. No. I don't believe Kansas City can beat them. Um, I don't believe... In, Pitt, in Pitt. Arrowhead? Yes, they you're not can. Going, you're not going to Arrowhead, though. I'm just... Well, why not? I mean, what? Casey's, what, 7-2 right look now? At That's still... Look at the rest of your schedule. San Francisco. I'm saying they're going to the win Jets. out, but you don't know. The Rams. These, these next three did, weeks are pathetic. Yeah, easy. but you didn't expect the Patriots to lose to Philadelphia and Miami down no, the stretch the last one thing year. I, the one thing I'll I say did, is... I did. That's because you want them. To lose. You expect them to lose every week. <laughs> no, you wanted but, them. You didn't expect them. I don't think that. I don't think that. As much as that happened last year, and as much as we are hating on Bill Belichick, the GM right now, Bill Belichick, oh, yeah. the coach, Bill, Bill Belichick, Belichick the, the coach, will not let that happen again because it did happen last year. I don't think it's going to happen. Again. I think. I see. I think they will not lose to. I think Oakland's their best. Uh, competitor in the AFC right think, now. Oh, they've I got, don't. They have a, I don't. They have an AFC right now. They have think, an excellent. You think Oakland's defense. the best competitor over yes. over, over Denver? Yes, Denver yes, sucks. Because Denver's Denver not doesn't that have good. an Oakland offense. Oakland doesn't have a defense. They'll get torched. And Denver doesn't have an offense. Wait, wait, what? What? Oakland's defense is awful. I thought you said Denver didn't have a defense. He did no. say that, right? I no, no, I said I Oakland. I said Oakland doesn't have a defense. I think the only team the Patriots are going to have an issue with is Baltimore. I think it's Denver, Baltimore. I think it's both actually. Denver comes here, no Denver's, problem. Denver's Denver's offense. No, no, that's can't yeah. Beat Denver comes here. That's that's. I'm, assum- I'm going into the assumption that you're going to have home field because the rest of the way you should you maybe lose one more game, and if that's the case, you have home field. Yeah, Baltimore. Because think about and, and this isn't my original thought, but if you look at every other team that's underneath them, they're all in the same division. Yeah, yeah. It's d- Kansas City, Oakland, and Denver. That, all, div- that all, division's amazing. They all play each other. They all beat each other up. You know, so they're all not going to finish with the best record. If you lose one more time, you're still going to have you're going to be fine. So. You're gonna have to be the assumption unless they really suck and blow it, you're 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 gonna have home field. You know, I was I was under the wrong impression about Oakland's defense. I just I thought they were good for whatever well, reason, co- but they're they're thirty first and their fans defense. could probably play better. <laughs> I mean, well, they, they had a great offseason. They brought in Bruce Serving, they drafted Carl Joseph, you had Sean Smith from the Chiefs, just not meshing right now. I mean, granted, Khalil Mack is 
that's like a reason why I'll go turn on a, a game to watch him play. But the offense is is really what's taken off. Yeah, him. and regardless, I think. But those I teams think, don't beat the Patriots. Yeah, and regardless, Bills Bill will outcoach Jack Del Rio. Sure. That's that's a fact. Why does everyone like Jack Del Rio? I like Jack. He Del just got big balls. He's got balls, and no <laughs> no coach really. Okay, does. Mike Tomlin has big balls. He goes for two point conversion. Yeah, yeah but, but Jack Del Rio is also Jack kind of a it's kind of a, a, a yeah. A Mike, weenie. Mike Tomlin also got the. Uh, what was that? <laughs> saying, what was that, Ross? Leave, was I'll explain it to you in the break. Just going to leave that alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, please do. Thankfully, we're not being recorded. Uh, <laughs> we're going to in the near future, so we'll just keep that. Yeah. Facebook Live. Um, Coming soon. Look, so I think the biggest issue with the Jabal Sheard thing is the fact that you need him. You have no pass like, rush. You have no pass rush, and you're taking a guy out because he maybe did something wrong. Like... Belichick, I I understand. It, it, it isn't high school ball. You're yeah, not like, you're not raising kids up. You know, like d- the, dude, if you dude, need him, you need him. You need him. And now you have the deal of yeah, you guys are playing okay, well, but they're not. There's no pass rush, and you just took away probably your best pass rush. Yeah, and that's that's why to me the Jamie Collins trade. It's at it's at this point. I think it's still too early to tell how much it's going to hurt you. I think it will hurt no, you eventually. If they keep doing but, this, it's already hurting them. But. If I they think keep not I think their the best worst. I just want shit in this game because if they throw Kaepernick in QB, I want shit. I wanted shit to light him up. Okay, so here's the deal though: is there any chance that this is just a situation where something smaller happened? Because we don't know this, we have no idea, and that because they know who they're playing, they didn't take him. You know what? It, it, I wouldn't be. It shocked. could be. It could be though because honestly, we all <sighs> thought. I don't think. I don't think Belichick would bother. Because remember when Chandler Jones? Well, no. Even though Chandler Jones got traded, when we, he had that whole incident when we went to the police station, like, right, that was kind of funny. He's like, <laughs> oh, I I yeah, we're like, we're like, oh my god, he's not going to play the rest of the year. Next game, Belichick started him. So I think like. Because that was the week before the playoffs. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, but I this think, is this is coming on dire situation now. I mean, it's coming down the stretch. I think but I, well, I, think I think it's different because Chandler that was different. actual like an outside of the organization. Like, hey, he brought himself to the, the police station because he smokes mice. I, I think it was something in the locker room. I know. Room that I think. Happened. I think it was. That's so why. I'm, that, so it depends on what actually I, was. I, said that's my or point. Done that's or, my. I don't point. think this is a long term thing. No, I hope not. I don't think so because I think that Jabal Sheard might actually be here for a while. I think he, yeah. he's part of the future of this team. I do believe and that. He's he's one of the contracts that that comes up. But this it's not. Year. He's not going to be as big of a payday as some other guys. So he, I think he gonna, hasn't deserved they're, it. They're going to fit him in. He hasn't earned um, it. I think that's this, what Belichick's I, doing right now. He's holding them out, and he's going to contract come up. He's like, dude, remember that week that I was really pissed at you? Yeah, you're, that's why you're not that's getting why you're an extra million dollars. Look, I don't. I just think it's a problem. I think something happened, and this isn't the most awful week to deal with it. You know, don't bring him. And I think Jabal Sheard now, him putting it on Instagram that he's not there, a little shot of defiance. I don't know what that's going to do for him internally. We'll never know what Belichick will say to him internally. But he's going to be on they, the Browns they, next they week. They got Romo active. But give him today. back to the Browns. <laughs> They're going to send him back to <laughs> Cleveland. Back. I gave you a chance. You're done. Going back to Cleveland. Well, can I? So I wrote, I wrote an article this week about what I think the worst trade was between Jamie Collins and Shanley Jones. This is what I was trying to say before. And I think at this point you got to say Chandler Jones because you, oh, you don't you don't have Jonathan Cooper, uh, you don't have Cyrus Jones is he's mediocre at best right now, and what the biggest issue that this team currently has is a pass rush. Right now Chandler Jones has seven sacks. The lead the lead person with the most sacks on this team has four and is Trey Flowers. The guy who was supposed to replace Chandler Jones. Is is a healthy scratch today, it's got three and, and a half. there was guys. There was zero pressure on the quarterback last week. I call it. I literally call it the Madden effect. When you play Madden and you have an eight second, ten second time in the pocket, eventually somebody, Doug Baldwin, will break off of his route yeah. and he'll get wide open. And look at this too. Uh, the Seahawks' offensive line 
isn't that good. No, it's no. not. And you made them look like a, like the Dallas Cowboys offense. We saw like, we saw Bill Simmons, <laughs> Simmons and uh, Chris Collinsworth go at it this week on Twitter. That was, oh, yeah, that was amazing. That was phenomenal. That was amazing. Um, he put Bill Simmons in his place, and I like Bill Simmons. I will say I agree with you in the sense that Right now, Chandler Jones looks worse because that's the biggest need you have right now. You mm. can't get to a quarterback. You yeah, can't. but Jamie, I, I, I feel like it's Jamie Collins no, because you got a second round pick. Even though, granted, you might have messed up at the draft, you got a second round pick. You got Jonathan Cooper. You got a fourth round pick in the middle of the you year still traded your best for Jamie pass. Collins. I think Jamie Collins is the okay. better player in the championship. But, I won't but tell in, you that hindsight, in hindsight, right now, you need Chandler Jones. You need a pass you rush. You need we Jamie don't, Collins. We don't have a pass rush. Right now, you need Chandler Jones. There's no pass more rush. More than you need yeah, Jamie Collins. You put up the middle with Hightower. Jesus. Collins, that's no, what gets it here's done. Here's the deal, because you need Chandler Jones for one... <laughs> what you, say? What'd you say? I said you all need Jesus. <laughs> you need... Ja- <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to take a, an audio cut of just of Ross's laugh and just put it in. There. <laughs> <laughs> you need Chandler Jones for one major reason: the pass rush helps th- the secondary, which isn't that good. Last year, your secondary looked really good because your pass rush was pretty good. You got to the quarterback, and it makes the it, the, the scary front seven that we had makes you be- better in the backside. And you and right now you can't get to a quarterback. Why do you think Logan Ryan looks like crap? Because on his own, he is crap. But Malcolm Butler doesn't he, look like crap though. Because Malcolm Butler is a top-level yeah, corner. Ma- they, Malcolm Butler doesn't need a pass rush to make him look good. Exactly. Everybody else does. Yep. Everybody else needs a pass yeah, you, rush you don't, you don't have, to you don't force have, them into mistakes. You don't have four top defensive backs right now. And, guys, the quarterback, we saw it last week. Russell Wilson looked so comfortable. He could have set up a bonfire in that, in that backfield. Like he, he wasn't scared. He, he didn't feel like there was any pressure coming at him. That's when he makes his best throws. If you make him feel unnerved... When you make him feel like there's actually going to be a Chandler Jones coming to get you. Like in yep. the Super Bowl. Like in the Super Bowl. Then he's going to miss his throws. He's going to miss his targets. He's going to hurry it up. He's going to throw yep. it into a defender's like, hands. Kaepernick's probably going to throw for 250 yards. They're going to lose. Like, the Patriots are going to win today by far. Yeah, but, but I'm saying Kaepernick's like, going to throw maybe Kaepernick's yards. Gonna, Kaepernick's going to get 300 total yards. I guarantee it. The Patriots defense is that garbage. It's that garbage. The Patriots, no, no question, have issues on defense. Um, we did hear some news this morning that they're looking to sign someone long term. Um, we'll touch on that real quick next on Sunday Sit Down, ESPN, New Hampshire. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Jared Goff will make his debut for the LA Rams as they welcome the Miami Dolphins to the Coliseum. 405 kick in that one. As for the early kicks, the Titans are in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil to take on the 4 and 5 Colts. Steelers and the winless Browns will play in Cleveland. One Eastern kick there. Ravens are in Dallas to face the Cowboys. Lions welcome the Jags to Ford Field in Detroit. The 4-5 and five Bills are in Cincinnati against the 3-5-1 and one Bengals. Buccaneers and Chiefs will play in Kansas City. Chiefs are 4-0 and oh at Arrowhead. Bears and Giants at MetLife. Cardinals and Vikings in Minnesota as the Vikings try to snap a four-game losing streak. The late games, Patriots and Niners in San Fran. Eagles and Seahawks and the Packers and Redskins on NBC at 8.30 Eastern. I'm Pete Fox. This is NBC Sports Radio and the NBC Sports Radio app. Chemical resistant gloves, coveralls, earplugs, Granger. Dust masks, portable eyewash stations, hard hats, Granger. Anti fog safety glasses, fall protection harnesses, face shields, Granger. Respirators, welding jackets, pipe repair systems, Granger, Granger, Granger. Protection blankets, steel toe boots, caution signs, Granger. They've got over 100,000 safety products. When you think safety, think Granger. When it comes to safety, Granger's got your back. Call, click safety.granger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Why trust the parts pros at Advance Auto? 
because if there's one thing they know, it's parts. Thank you for calling Advanced Auto Parts and Battery. This is Taryn. I can help you. I'm wondering if you guys do battery installations? Yeah, absolutely. It's free of charge. And uh, do you do wiper installations too? Uh, yes, that is also free of charge. Wow, all that's free. We also do alternator and starter testing for free. Wow, you guys pretty much do everything. Uh, yes. Any chance you guys handle dry cleaning? Uh, well, not quite everything. Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. And right now, get a $20... Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You're welcome. Mike and Mike, Dan Patrick, Christian and King, and a stretch run with Jimmy Murphy. All week long, all right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. I am Steve Riccardi. The Patriots will look to avenge their tough loss last week when they travel to the Bay Area to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Star tight end Rob Gronkowski will not play as he is still recovering from a rib injury suffered at the hands of a massive hit from Earl Thomas. On the other side of the ball, 49ers starting wideout Torrey Smith is expected to play today. Other Patriots news, according to Ian Rappaport, Martellus Bennett has been labeled as an offseason priority and the Patriots will look to lock him up for the future. Justin Houston is expected to make his season debut today for the Chiefs as they take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dallas Cowboys quarterback Tony Romo has told the team that his number one choice for a trade would be the Denver Broncos. Al Horford saved the day when he tipped in an errant shot from Marcus Smart with 1.3 ticks left in the game to give the Celtics a 94-92 win over the Detroit Pistons. Horford finished with 18 points and 11 rebounds. Isaiah Thomas chipped in 24 points as well. The Seas have today off will host Carl Anthony Towns in the Minnesota Timberwolves on Monday. The Bruins crushed the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 last night. Matt Bolesky started off the scoring run in the second period. Brad Marshawn and Patrice Bergeron followed with goals of their own after that. This 90-second update was brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one to right now. I will say, 
I love that Tony Romo has like accepted the fact that he's no longer the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he, he respectable. A lot. Well, I mean, the fact that he's already asking, he wants to be traded. Like, well, I just love how he calls it out. Like, and you know, it's because they don't have a great quarterback over there. But like, he's like gonna be like this awesome replacement. Like, oh yeah, no, I want to go there. Like, you just pick a, a, a weak QB position team. Why like, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to go to Denver? I would. With, well, with, I mean, personally, I would love to go to Denver, <laughs> but for him, I don't know. He's well, just, he's they got, the best he defensive football. They got a great running back. They have. You got to think I, with Tony Romo. Say, but he's saying it like he's good. <laughs> he's saying it like, "Hey, I'm going to actually help to you guys." Honest, like, Romo, I would Romo's, take. Would, I would take Simeon over he, him. He would help Denver. <laughs> he, would, no, he would. He would make Denver he's, scary you know if he could stay healthy. He wants a ring. He hasn't gotten one. He wants best shot. And he knows defense wins championships, especially in Denver. He he looks at that and goes, "Okay, Peyton Manning and that noodle arm." Can win with and Brock Osweiler can win a Super Bowl. I can go there and win a Super Bowl. He might get hurt for three weeks. They'll yep. probably be a contender. And the fact, like they would be, they, that would be very dangerous. They'd be a very dangerous team if Romo can, Romo can stay healthy, which I don't think he can. I really don't. And I'm a big Romo guy. After this year, it's over. But he, going back to what you said, he handled it very well. Everyone's like, ooh. Quarterback controversy. Like, it was a quarterback controversy for like three days because the media made it. it well, no, it was only because Jerry Jones wouldn't just accept the fact that Dak is yeah. better. Do you think the team told him to do that? Real yes. quick. Yes. Um, I think the team told him that hey, we're going with Dak, and he called the press conference because I know I really he, he asked to compete for his job. Tony Romo did. Yeah. And they said no. And I, I feel like he honestly he handled it really classy, even though that speech was way too long and, and like it was methodical. very dramatized. Yeah, well, yeah for, <laughs> but, for, you know, for I, all you did, hey, dude, something took your no, job. Honestly, okay, shut up. But for, <laughs> for, for, for the, his intentions were good, and I thought it was um I, I thought it was a, a good move on his part. Um, so the Patriots, uh, obviously, Steve brought it up in the update too, um, are making apparently Martellus Bennett a priority this offseason. Okay, I don't mind it, I'm, but at the no, same no, time, happy. at the same time. If he's a priority, who are you not paying on the defense? Jamie Collins. Even, but I, I think it's going to be more than that. No, nope, I, I, I don't. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is about to get paid this offseason. By who? The Patriots. No, no. He, they're he keeping be, him. He, be, he better. They don't have to till he next year. Better. I still think they're going to do it now. I th- no, I, th- I think if they're going to touch anything now, it's going to be Malcolm Butler. Which I think they oh. should. I think Malcolm Butler will get the franchise tag this offseason. Well, I'm yeah. just I'm saying because the price for corners keeps going no, higher I, I and higher. I think they, should, have, they have to touch Malcolm Butler because he is... Hightower is not going anywhere. That's a guarantee. Well, no, because they traded the other one away. And, so but, they, but who like the other? We talked about like Collins. Like we, originally, when we started this show in the beginning of the season, we're like, all right, Collins, Jones is gone. You got to lock up Collins, Hightower, Butler, maybe Butler. Butler. We found out Butler's restricted. Like ah, we don't have to do that now. Collins is gone, and then we were like, oh, you got Jabal Sheard, blah blah blah. All these guys, no, Jabal Sheard, you can bring back for the veterans middle. Logan Ryan's not going to get any money. No. The guy you actually might have to throw money at. Surprisingly, honestly, if you want to keep him, because. Your secondary needs help well, is Deron Harmon. Well, I'll say Deron Harmon's having, having a good year. And I, someone brought up the point, if the secondary gets so bad, your, your other opposite corners are so bad, do you move McCourty to that other cornerback no. role and you put Harmon as your starting free safety? No, because McCourty's not a good corner. He he's better than him. what you can provide, he's, though. I, don't think, no, he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's having strong, a great year. He's a big, strong safety. He plays, he plays excellent in his role. I don't want to touch no, that. He, they, I'm just saying, I, I think they I, pay, desperate they, times call for desperate they won't measures. Do it. They won't do it. I don't think they'll do it. But looking at this, Martellus Bennett report. I mean, obviously, it's I great to have it. a two tight end set. I think it's going to make the offense lethal, and I think that's them kind of saying, okay, even if after Brady, we want to have something here to help Jimmy G out or whoever's next. Well, so it, I think it's going to help, but at the same time, is this also maybe a thing of saying, okay, is Gronk going to be here no. long term because he needs to get paid? Well, I um, think Gronk's Gron- Gron- new contract kicks in now. But he's, you know he's been griping about the money, though. Yeah, but I honestly think— I He's think like the, the sixth highest paid tight end I in the league. I feel like, honestly, this yeah. is what they're going to do. And he's the best. And he's hands like, down the best. I feel but like— I th- I th- oh, sorry go to ahead, cut you off, but I think he's gonna. I think 
especially the relationship him and Tom have, Tom's going to talk to him like, listen, they will take care of you, clearly. Look at me. Just stick with him. And um, Brady took how many pay cuts and this and that. I Granted, Gronk deserves the money, and he's younger, so he has so a different Brady, mindset. Argument, yeah. But I think – I think Gronk would be the next Brady of the team when Brady goes away. Like, as far as, like, you huh. think of Patriots, you're like, bam, Gronk. that's him. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Because you can have Jimmy G sling him the ball. You, you can have... I think the offense is set up long-term for, obviously, success past Brady because Edelman doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. You no. have... Um, who he's knows? 30, though. Yeah, yeah, but, like, Brady's only going to have a couple more years. Yeah. Um, he's got, so, like, next year is going to be have, a solid year. And then I he's... think you have Hogan, who's good. Um, yep. I think this is why they're locking up Martellus Bennett because they're thinking long-term, and they always do. And they nice. they need success past Brady. They need because they need as many weapons as possible for the transition yeah. to their next guy. Yeah, because to make to make the next guy to, to make which the next should guy. be Jimmy G, which I, he already knows him. But even if it's someone else, like you said, they needed to make it be like, hey, listen, you you don't have to be Tom. You're not filling Tom Brady's shoes. You're filling you're filling the QB G. position. Just, yeah, you're playing quarterback with we, good you, offense. You got anyone you want take it, to take care of it. And I, think, I just think also going back to. When was besides Randy Moss? When was the Patriots offense the best it's ever been? And it was when they had the two tight ends, Gronk yeah. and Hernandez. And now the Patriots offense is the best it's ever been because they have that. And it's not even. It's also the fact that Martellus Bennett and Gronk—they're like two other tackles you yeah. put up there. That's why. Is there a, is there a coincidence that Gronk and Bennett playing together that the run it, running attack Dude, they're, is they're, so <laughs> good? Granted, Scar coming back helps, but having those two guys, I will, mauled, I will yes. tell you their personalities together. Our mate, phenomenal. Oh, it's great. Well. It's, Martellus it's, Bennett. I, I want. I'm not saying it's. I don't want it. Like I want him to be here. I do. And too. his personality of stealing stuff off the field, he does with everything. Like that was awesome. But at the same time, it also means someone's not getting paid that probably should. Obviously, Collins. I, I feel like I feel like on, I told you like if they trade Collins and they give that money to Martellus Bennett, the sting goes away a little bit. A well, little bit. So, a little but, bit. But it doesn't fill a need because you still have a weaker defense. Well, I mean, we, of it we when you didn't need the help on the offense, that's where see, I'm going. I mean, Alanda Roberts did not have a good game against Seattle, but before that, when he was starting and the pressure wasn't on him, he was kicking ass. Yeah, we're, I don't know where this is going to go, but I, I don't either. I, I, I don't know. I don't really have it easy. We don't have it easy trying to predict what Bill Belichick does. Yeah, because he cause screws he just everything up. Jumps out of nowhere. Um, but I, I, I think the biggest reason why I know that Jimmy G is getting paid, he's going to be here. Really? Look at the comments that Bill Belichick made this mm-hmm. week. He said, "Like I think Tom Brady, I think Jimmy can run things just like Tom can." He said that out loud mm-hmm. to the media. And he don't say and he doesn't say dang thing to the media. He just c- compared. Jimmy Garoppolo to Tom Brady in the same sentence and said he can do what Tom does. Now, obviously, Tom didn't have a great game, so maybe that's a shot to Tom to get him to like let's go. Yeah. But at the same time, he wouldn't he wouldn't have said if that was the only reason. If he, he really said didn't it right believe it. He's not going to say that out loud. Did you no. really think Tom had that bad of a game? I thought it I thought Tom bad. played all right with what it was, he was I giving. Thought it was an all right. He just had that bad pick. The rest yeah, of it was, it was, fine. It was an all right game, but it wasn't a Tom game. It wasn't a Tom Brady game. That's where I'm going with it. And you know what? Speaking of that pick. So when I, I was, think he was trying when, to throw it away. When I was watching that, I think I no, I think he was going for that deep ball. But guys, if if, if you rewatch that play, there was if 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 Marcus Cannon was following him, if Marcus Cannon grabs that linebacker right to his left, he was following him. If he grabs that linebacker right to his left, Brady's got a lot of running room. I don't know why Brady didn't try to go for the first down on that. Because play. he can't run. Yes, but there was, running, but he looks like no, he looks like Forrest Gump with the braces still on his there. knees. <laughs> there was nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I do enjoy Tom Brady running, but I'm also nervous he's going to get hurt. Every oh yeah, time he does it. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and, and it's not going to get because someone hit him. It's just because he's going to get hurt because he's slide running. Slide is so ugly. Oh my his god, looks like David Ortiz. 
I'm just gonna say that. Big game against the 49ers. We're gonna come back, change pace here. Al Horford came back last night for your Boston Celtics. They get a win. Uh, we're gonna touch on this team and what's going on with them next. Sunday sit down here in ESPN New Hampshire.